Hi everyone, this is Elise here of Momentum Strength and Wellness. I am doing a solo segment because I have some rather interesting updates that I want to share with everybody. There's been a lot going on um, for myself and for Dan and for my family in the last, I'd say, just about two months. And I want to give you guys an update because what's going to transpire over the coming months and weeks, we are going to document and be talking a lot about on our social media pages and our podcast. So if you do follow us, I want to make sure that you are up to date with everything. So if you've been following or listening to the segments that Dan and I have been doing, you know, our company is Momentum Strength and Wellness, and we teach people basically how to live a very holistic lifestyle where we create healthy habits that aid in their goals and achievements on well-being and feeling better, looking better, becoming the highest potential of themselves. And about just over a month and a half ago, I'd say just around two months ago, I'm taping this segment at the very end of June and it was probably the first week in May, I received a call from my mother. Now, I'm an only child. I grew up in Massachusetts, which is on the east coast of the United States, for anyone who is listening outside of the country. And Dan and I have lived in Los Angeles, California, just over seven years, but we also lived in Northern California, right out, um, right in San Francisco, for about a year and a half. So we've been in California now about nine years, so almost a decade. So we've had a lot of experiences here. This is where we started our company. This is where you know our lives kind of began. Us honestly stepping into our truest and highest potentials, where we can aid others in doing the same. But about two months ago, my mother called me and informed me that she has lung cancer. And they did catch it early, so we are very optimistic in her recovery and what's to come. But the night that she told me, I, I guess I really didn't allow the totality of her having cancer to sink in. Because as a health coach, I want everybody to be healthy and live a healthy lifestyle. And as my mother and my parents, you know, I think of them almost as invincible. And so I was really, I think almost in a state of shock for probably 24 hours before I actually let it sink in that my mother has lung cancer. Now it is stage one, so like I said, they caught it early. She had had a CAT scan, which basically is a scan from like the top of her head through her chest. And when they saw the results, they realized that there was a mass in her lung on like the left uh, quadrant of her lung and they biopsied it and it came back as malignant. So out of the specialist and the doctors that she talked to out of all of her options that they gave her chemo radiation surgery, she has elected to have surgery, which means that they will be removing a portion of her lung, the entire portion of her lung where the cancerous mass is. So she's gonna basically lose about 20 to 25% of her lung. 
Now the surgeon did say that she will be able to breathe somewhat normally after she recovers for months after the surgery, but it's gonna be very diminished. She's only gonna have about 75 to 80% breathing capacity. So, you know, this was a wave of information that hit me and Dan and I actually were scheduled to go to the East Coast for a visit to our family. Dan's cousin was getting married. I did mention this to Princess a while ago. This was in mid-May when we were gone for about a week. Um, And she had told me the cancer news the week prior. So I was extremely grateful to be there in Massachusetts with her during this time because she was also undergoing many, many, many tests while I was there a month and a half ago, she was making making sure her blood count was right, making sure you know her lungs were stable enough to have um, surgery, making sure everything with her blood was okay. She was also doing a full PET scan, which was a scan of your entire body to make sure that the cancer didn't spread anywhere else. So it was a very emotional trip that month and a half ago that I had because the unknown of whether or not the cancer had spread any, we, we just weren't sure. But the results did come back and the cancer is nowhere else in her body. It really just is contained in that portion of her lung, which the surgeon will remove. The surgery date for her lung, uh, the mass to come out of her lung is scheduled for July 7th. But what had shown up on the PET scan, which was the full body scan when they were trying to figure out if there was cancer anywhere else in her body, found that she had a staghorn kidney stone. Now a staghorn kidney stone is different than a, I don't want to say regular kidney stone because I do know that there's different variations of kidney stones, but it's not a typical round stone where it can be passed on its own. The staghorn, the the name of the kidney stone, the reason why it's called staghorn is because it basically has horns. So if you think of like antlers or reindeer horns, that's what it looks like. It wasn't a ball. It kind of had almost like tentacles coming out. And she had been fighting a UTI, which is a urinary tract infection for a couple months before this, and it wasn't going away. And the prescription that the doctor had given her just wasn't working. So the PET scan detected this staghorn kidney stone. So the surgeon spoke to her and gave her basically kind of uh, the harsh realization is that you have a, you have an infection in your body to operate your lung surgery before removing this infection, removing the kidney stone is not advisable. So when all of this was going on, I had already come back to LA. Our East Coast trip was over. And I, I just, it's very hard for me to describe my feeling other than a really large pit in my stomach and feeling very anxious and sad that I wasn't in the same state as my, Calif- uh, my mother, because I'm in California and she's in Massachusetts. Even the time difference were three hours apart. So I just felt very disconnected. She's done so much for me in my whole life, helping me and just being my support and my rock and my system. I mean, I love her to death. I, I just had this urge where internally I said to myself, I've got to move back to Massachusetts. I've got to move back to Massachusetts and help her and help her through this. 
because even though I'm very confident that the surgeon will get the cancer out of her lung, it's going to be a very long recovery, a very long recovery. And when you have a body that has disease in it, the recovery and the recoup is imperative to bring health back into your body. And this is what Dan and I do. We coach people on all aspects of health throughout their life. And it's like, if I can't help the one person that I like deeply love, what am I doing this for? I'm so sorry. This is a very emotional segment for me. So bear with me. Um, But, you know, after I had these thoughts, I sat down with Dan and we had a very serious discussion on moving to Massachusetts and being there for basically the foreseeable future. We do not have a timeline. But that is what we decided. And um, that was really at the very beginning of June. It was probably around maybe June 1st. Dan and I said, yes, that makes sense. This is, you know, maybe the maybe the time in Los Angeles is coming to an end and where we go next, we're gonna have much more lessons to learn and much more people to help in Massachusetts and on the East Coast. So we gave our 30 days notice for the um, home that we're living in and we informed, you know, family and friends that, that we're going to, to travel back to the East Coast to be there for my mother to help her and help her through the surgery and help, you know, my stepfather as well. In the midst of this, like I said, I had, Dan and I had decided to move back to the East Coast around June 1st. On June 6th, I received another call from my mother in the afternoon and she was asking me to check my brother's Facebook page. Now he's my stepbrother, my mother and biological father divorced before I was, gosh, before I was one years old. And my stepfather, who she married and has been with for many, many years. I mean, he's my father, just not my biological father. I think they got married when I was three years old. So I have a stepbrother and a stepsister that are my stepfather's children. And I was always much closer to my stepbrother. He's in his 40s, but he lived with us for many, many years, all through like high school um, and like early on until he moved out when he went after college and things like that. So my mother called me on June 6th to check his Facebook page to see if he had posted anything recently. I guess no one had heard or spoken to him in a couple days and it was a Monday and he was due in for work and he never went to work. And his boss called my stepfather because my stepfather is obviously my brother's emergency contact. And when he explained the situation that Joey, that's my stepbrother, didn't go into work, he was getting concerned. So obviously like my mother and my stepfather were extremely concerned as well. They began calling, texting, emailing him, getting absolutely no response. So my mother said to my stepfather, we need to drive over to his house. We're banging on the windows, all of the curtains were drawn, there was no sign of, he didn't have a car, so he couldn't have gone anywhere. Um, So my mother called 911 to do a wellness check. And when the police got there, when the police got there, they broke the door down and they found him deceased in a chair in his living room. So he had died. 
And to this day, we still don't know how. The medical examiner and detectives determined that there was no foul play. There was no forced entry. But it also didn't look like suicide. There was nothing self-inflicted, meaning he didn't hang himself. There was no gunshot wound and he did not cut his wrists. It just looked like he passed sitting up in a recliner chair that was in his living room. And he was only 48. And when my mother told me that, I, I blacked out. I dropped to the floor and I was hysterical. I just, I couldn't believe it. In the midst of everything else that is going on with my mother and the cancer that's in her right now, I just, to this day, I really, I can't, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. And I know that the universe has a divine plan for all of us. I know our soul's evolution dictates a lot of how life goes in different directions. But wow, oh wow, was I thrown for a loop. And I have never been so tested on my strength internally in my life. And I know that that happens for a reason. There's a saying that the teacher appears when the student is ready. So I know that I am getting these lessons for my highest and greatest good, but it has been very, very difficult for my family over the last couple months. So obviously, as soon as I found out that my brother had passed, I got on the next plane and flew right back to the East Coast in the midst of like trying to pack up our lives here in California. So it has been a very, very, very stressful couple of weeks. So we apologize to everybody that we haven't taped as many segments as we had wanted. Um, I know that we answered a question not too long ago, but hopefully this gives you guys just a peace of mind that there's just a lot going on in our lives right now. And we're just trying to figure out and navigate the next steps. And we are finally... I am finally back in, you know, California and we had a beautiful service for my brother. And while I was there, I was able to be with my mother during her kidney stone operation, which unfortunately that did not go as well as we had planned. They did not unfortunately get all of the kidney stone removed from her body, but it's okay. The surgeon did say that he left a few stints in her kidney to drain more of the inflammation that was there. And those stints stay in until the July 7th lung surgery. And it will not, it will not impede or disrupt that the lung surgery at all. So it's unfortunate that they didn't get it all, but it will be resolved after the lung surgery. So just wanted to update you guys all on this and yeah I'm sitting right now in my apartment I am literally waiting for the movers to come and get all of Dan and I's stuff and our belongings they are shipping it across the country and then Dan and I are road tripping because we have a dog and we didn't want um, to fly with him so we are going to take about five or six days to drive across the country We're going to stop and see some friends and family members in Colorado and just take our time getting to the East Coast before my mother's lung surgery on the second. We should be there within the first couple days of July, but this is all going to be documented. And one of the reasons why I wanted to share what's going on is because this is going to be such an amazing learning opportunity for myself and Dan. We've never worked with a cancer patient before, so this is going to really open our eyes up to the power of holistic health and what our mind 
and bodies can do because they're highly intelligent and they want to thrive and be vital and they want to be healthy. They don't want to have disease or cancer or any other disease in them. So this is going to be a really huge learning lesson for Dan and I, and we're going to document it. And if you guys have any questions during this, as we speak, as things arise, please let us know. Or if you have any suggestions, you know, throw them our way. Um, Because this is, yeah, this is a new experience for us and something that is going to be a challenge, but also a blessing for us all. Because there's not a doubt in my mind that we're going to get my mother in the healthiest state that she's ever been in. And yeah, well, thank you guys for listening. I apologize for being so emotional during this little segment, but I wanted to update you all. And Dan and I will definitely be in touch very, very soon with some of our updates on making it across the country and once we get into Massachusetts. Again, if you'd like to follow us, please do. Um, You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. All of our social media accounts are at Momentum Strength Wellness. You can visit our website, which is www.momentumstrengthwellness.com momentumstrengthwellness.com and please feel free to listen to our very own podcast called The Deep Life where you can download on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, anywhere you download major podcasts because we will be taping lots of podcast segments on what's going on with my mother and the health and updating and our learning experience and the trials and tribulations, the ups and the downs that we're going through. So Thank you all for listening. As always, we appreciate your support. And of course, the princess, we thank you for always being so supportive and loving and placing these segments um, on your platform. Talk to everyone soon.